Hello and welcome to Rad Radio Podcast, the talk show where three random people you have never met argue about their opinions on certain topics with a bit of information. We are your hosts, Raquel, Aremi, and David. And it's not decided at the ball last episode. We are actually going to be doing the same thing as we did like around two episodes ago, which was to interview someone. And today we have a very, very special guest to all of us, our favorite teacher, Mr. Villarreal. Uh, My real name is uh, Asael, and everybody calls me Ozzy. But don't call me Ozzy. You can call me Gatiado. I mean, you're not a teacher anymore. All right, if y'all see me in the streets, if y'all see me in the streets, you can call me Ozzy. That's cool. We're going to see. We're going to yell out, Ozzy! Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Ozzy. Um, so who wants to ask the first question for our very special teacher here? I mean, I'll go. Hold on. So my question is, I remember in class you told us that for, I think, all English teachers have to do this, but to, like, graduate or whatever, that you need to write, like, a book or something. Mm-hmm. Can people read it, or is it just, like, for you and whoever your teacher you're turning it into? When you do your thesis for a writing program, your thesis is expected to be either a collection of short stories or a novel. I went the novel route and I wrote a novel to get my master's, but the university owns the rights to it because I did it while enrolled. So it's in their library. And if you want to check out my thesis, my novel, you have to be enrolled at UTRGV. We're going to do it. Do it. <laughs> yep. That's us right there. Bye. <laughs> what was it about? Maybe. What's and up? What was your novel about? Um, all right. I'll tell you in brief. Story time. Uh, Story time. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty original concept. I tried to think of something that I hadn't read anywhere before. So it's about a guy. He's about your all's age. And he gets a call from his brother because he's dying. His brother's 24. And while they're talking, uh, it becomes known that they come from a family where all the men die before the age of 24, for whatever reason. They keep having kids, grandchildren, but for whatever reason, car accidents, sickness, whatever, they'll all die either at the age of 24 or earlier. And this kid, he's like 20, and they're mad, they're having an argument, and basically the older brother who's dying identity use my college degree use the money i have in my account and get a head start in your life because you only got a little bit left so that's it that's how the book starts that's an actual really good concept does it does it have a title that we could you know look up when we get to utrgb uh no nah, you'll have to find it all right they got filters right you could just like, it does oh. have a title it does have a title but you'll have to find it all right i'll find it Right. <laughs> she will. Um, I'll follow up with the next question. Um, so you're a teacher, right? And you, your, your job is to basically act as a role model to like a bunch of students and like kind of teach mm-hmm. them not only the subject you're in charge of, but also like you know little life lessons. You know how to be responsible. You know keep ahead of your work. Blah blah blah. Yes. Is right. there anything that you have learned from your students? Like anything that like your students told you that like really hit you in a certain way? Like man, like you know what this kid's right. Like this kid. 18, 16, has a point. All the time. All the time. 
you guys know all the latest stuff, all the coolest stuff, uh, <laughs> fashion advice, how to talk, like everything changes because, you know, I'm watching you guys. You guys are super cool compared to the way I was in high school. I was a dork. I was an idiot. You guys are super, I don't know, you're just way cooler than I was. Well, so, maybe yeah, no. not us three, but other kids, yeah. <laughs> no, you guys are cool. You guys are real clever. You're real witty. Uh, that's Amazing. admirable. A lot of the stuff that you all see me say that you're like, oh, that was smart. That was funny. I stole it from like other students. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's what you all are going to do also. You're going you're gonna to meet a bunch of people, have a bunch of conversations, and you'll, you'll gather all these wise tidbits and you'll use them. Is that plagiarism? <laughs> yeah. The one thing you taught us not to plagiarize, and you're doing that in real life. <laughs> it's uh, appropriation of ideas. Sir, do I have to turn in my jokes to safe aside? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, David was asked that. I wanted to ask, like, what is, like, one of your, like, favorite, favorite memory from this school year? Or, like, when we were 2020? freshmen? Let me see. Well this, well, this year or like from freshman, because that's what we that was, met you. You know, you know what I remember most about this year was that I discovered a bunch of new short stories with you all. Like, because I had you all as freshmen, I had to get a whole bunch of new short stories. So I didn't just repeat the ones that you all heard before, right? Because that was some of the best times that I had with you all was story day, right? We were just chilling. I was just reading good stories and we would hang out. Uh, and then scare us half to death. I was like, boom. Right, slam on the desk. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm never gonna uh, there was a lot of really good stories that I found this year because of you all. Because you all pushed me to like find better stuff. So that's probably what I liked a lot about 2020. Us hanging out doing that. Speaking of story day, um, how did you actually came up with story day? Like what, uh, what made you create story day? I wanted you all to like stories and not associate it with work. Because if it was a story day, but you all knew, oh, we're gonna do vocabulary for it, we're gonna do writing assignments for it, you would make a mental connection between literature and having to do work. And I wanted to avoid that so that you can just love stories. And you all did, you all would love story day. You all got super excited whenever we would do that. And that was the aim, I guess. We'll never forget Story Day, sir. Cool. I like also like the fact that we use Story Day as a bargaining chip for whatever reason it is. Yeah, you all, you all we called me out on it also if I didn't do it for like two weeks. You're like, what's happening? What are you doing to us? You get all mad. <laughs> Even when you did give us stories, we'd still get mad. Prime example, yeah, the cow yeah, story. Y'all were hard to please. Y'all were hard to please, but you have to admit it's some of the best stuff y'all have ever heard in your life. Yeah. My favorite yeah. one was the the one about chopping off the finger. The one like that was that and you see yes, uh nothing goes to waste. And that one I found it this year with you all. And I was like, Oh, this was awesome. So no, I like one of the better ones. my favorite one was when you told us I think freshman year, but you repeated it um this year, the one about the satellite with the oh, Russian. Yeah, Angerhelm's cool. You know which yeah. one also I like? Probably my favorite is the Princess Bride. I love that oh, love scene. God. The love scene between Wesley and Buttercup, where he like slams the door on her, and then he says he has to leave, and then he dies. That's uh, the best. 
That's the best. I'm actually trying to find for the book. I've been searching. I read it. That's, the story is the reason why I read the book. It was amazing. I had asked Raquel a lot to like let me read like the first few pages of The Prince's Bride because like after that story I'm like man that that book is funny that book is hilarious I want to like I want to read it and I know there's a movie but I feel like I should read it first and then watch the movie so like yeah. in second period you know Raquel would have the book and she'd be on her phone just not paying any attention to it she'd be ignoring it she'd be neglecting it that's not a lie and I'd be like Raquel can I read like the first few pages while you're on your phone just real quick I just want to see what happens right and she's like, no, I'm, I'm using it, I'm reading it. But she's on her phone. So I gave up trying to read the book, and I just saw the movie. And the movie, I absolutely love. The humor in it is just so odd, but it's just it just it has its impact on you. Like, the stupid mm-hmm. stuff they say. Like, one of my favorite scenes is, I think when, like, they're, they're fighting. Like, the Wesley and, and Buttercup are fighting, right? But this is before, like, mm-hmm. the reveal. So then when the reveal happens, they push him off the ledge, and he's like, ah, like just very nonchalant. <laughs> As <scrolling>. you wish. <laughs> yeah. Favorite yeah. scene of that movie. Yeah, that's the best. Now, I don't like reading, watching a movie based based on a book and then read the book, because after that, I'm just comparing the book to the movie, and I'm like, that didn't happen in the movie, but like, because... I've, I've done that a couple of times. I've done that a couple of times. Sometimes I'll watch a movie and I love the movie so much that I, and then I'll find out like, oh, it's based on the book. Oh, I'll give it a read. Like I've done that before. Yeah. Fight, Fight Club. I did it like that. And uh, what was another good one? Oh, there will be blood. You did you all watch that movie? You got like Best Picture two, three years ago. Maybe I'll see it. No. Well, then I won't talk about it. But I read that <laughs> book afterwards. I read that book afterwards. Sometimes it's cool like that. Sometimes it's cool like that where you. I don't love like movies based on books. Like I love them because they give you like the imagery that you were getting when you were reading the book and everything, but they leave out a lot of details that make me mm-hmm. hate the movie at the end because they were important details in the book or they mm-hmm. were details that I loved and they just decided to take them out. Like, they, they're doing more miniseries now based off of books, mm-hmm. so they leave less out because they have so much, so many more hours, I guess, to like write out a book in more detail. Or make a book in more detail. Yeah, these Netflix adaptations, um, they really just kind of like, you know what, let's make a whole season out of it. You know, make it 13, 14 episodes, 40 minutes long. Let's just call it a day. Did, um, did you all see Love, Death, and Robots? Mm-hmm. No. Is that a Netflix movie or series? It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix one. And it's a big, it's a miniseries also. But that one's on a whole bunch of sci-fi shorts, sh- sci-fi short stories. Is it animated? Oh. Yeah, they're all animated. I think I saw a review on it once on YouTube, and I was like uh-huh. a couple of years ago, and it looks so like weird, but also like just badass. Just a bunch of different stuff going on. Yeah, they're gory monsters. Oh, sir, you're uh, you're cutting out a bit. <laughs> you were uh, you're cutting out a bit, sir. No connection I'm cutting out. You're cutting out too. All right. Um... <laughs> So, I love the profile pic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How's, just how's the audio? Out. Is the audio still cutting out? No. Uh, no, I right now it's fine. The audio is fine, but it's more the video. And it's like I just see the pop up of like your oh, oh, and I was like, oh my god. 
Hey guys, Editing David here, and I just want to point out, as you heard there, throughout this episode of the podcast, we had some connection issues, and while I took the liberty of cutting out a lot of the parts where we're troubleshooting, because I don't want you guys to listen to that, um, there are still some parts where you could notice some lag spikes and hear some echo, so regardless of that, we hope you still enjoy this episode, and peace. Alright, so the question was, how is teaching in Korea... I, I got it, I got it. It was, how, how's it different from teaching here? And what what did I teach them? Did they already know it, or did they did I have to yeah. teach them? I did everything when I when I got there. I started teaching like little kids kindergarten. Uh, they didn't know anything, so I'm teaching them letters, numbers, first words, all that stuff. And then I kept teaching them older and older and older. And I got all the way to the point where I was teaching them graduating from high school, getting into college, and they're doing the interviews. So I would just teach them to prepare for their college interviews. Uh, so I did the whole range, and some of it's different, some of it's the same. Uh, specifically, what did what do you mean? Like, what differences do you want me to talk about? Like the like, students or my life? I feel like both, because I mean the students has to be different. Because I know that in Korea, aren't the students like super focused and like good at school? <laughs> I still remember when he told us a story. <laughs> okay. Yes. But it was a. <laughs> that's that's kind of, yes okay so the kids were like super like uh, legit and raising their hands always on point but that's because it was a private school you had to pay like two thousand dollars a month to attend that private school does that make sense yeah so they were dedicated because yeah. you know their parents are forking over all this cash they had to stay on point or you know they just blew two grand um, so and since they're coming from families that can dish out two grand just on their English class, their supplemental English class, uh, they're all rich and wealthy, and they have just completely different mannerisms from uh, anybody in any country, right? Regardless of what nationality they come from. So it was different, but more so because they were rich kids rather than them being Korean. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're saying these parents forked over that much nope. of money specifically for English? Like, did they have to fork over other money for like the other classes? Koreans, they take like ink language classes, science classes, um, singing, piano, calligraphy, um, taekwondo. Oh, they'll do like all the way until like 11:30 p.m. That will class uh, and then they had to make a law that parents were no longer allowed to make their kids go go to academies past 10 because there was just too many kids that would wake up and just had classes all day until they went to bed and you know that Korea has like the highest suicide rate for young adults oh, yeah. right wow. yeah. so that's where that was a lot of the pressure was coming from like you have to succeed they're trying to create like thousands and thousands of like renaissance men over there <laughs> um but like how is like also like life over there like the so... best education system <laughs> um i think we have a little bit of life? a lag how is uh you asked me how's life over yeah, there like how yeah. is your life <laughs> yeah yeah different it's exotic so that's cool that's why i always tell my students like you got to get out of the valley get out of texas you know go somewhere because when you're in different places that's what 
I guess, makes life enjoyable. You're finding new things, especially when you're young. Finding and seeing and hearing new things is really important. So that's the best way to do it is go to another country. Um, I mean, everything's different. The food's different. The music's different. Uh, the best thing King is the pop. food. Uh, if you like the food of a place, you'll be happy there. That's why people are real happy here in the Valley, too. We got a lot of good food. Where have y'all been? Where did you all go when y'all left the Valley? Or have y'all been in the Valley, like, forever? I visited Florida once. That was about it. I've gone to Beaumont, Chicago, uh, Florida a few times. And I've gone to Mexico as well because we have family over. So. Oh, yeah. Mexico. Well, Mexico, I don't feel like it counts. Like, because I go there like every weekend. No, Mexico well, is different. Like, yeah. It depends where you're going. Because if you're here, like here, all the way to Reynosa, obviously it's going to be different. If you go to all the way to Morelos or to Michoacan, yeah. um, to Jalisco as well, it's like completely different. Uh, do hey, are you all going to take off for college? I am. Oh, gee. I don't know about that, sir. I am, I'm you going decided. to College Station. What about after college? College I mean, Station's cool. That place is pretty. My so, dream is to go to California. A few moments later. Okay, so we were talking about California, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the furthest I've gone in terms of traveling. So, I don't know. I mean, I've told the sir about my super awesome plan of traveling, of just getting a car and just, you know. Road trip? Road trip around the U.S. You know, working at like bars and stuff. You're going to go like McCandless into the wild. No, sir, don't compare me to him, please. (laughs) That's what you're wanting. That's what you want to do. You want to go out there all willy-nilly unprepared and just see what the road throws at you. Yeah, oh. but I'm cool, and Joseph McCandles is not. He's like he was like a nerd or something. He went to college. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to college. Damn. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, point is, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna pull up McCandles and you know do that, make you know friendships. Yeah, I know that um, Mr. Fesler, he the art teacher, he did that. He did like a road trip, and he told us that he would like stop at a place. Like when he ran out of money, he would stop at a place for like a month. And just get a job there and get get enough money to get him to the other state and like he he enjoyed it, I guess. That's cool. So maybe you should do that. I've heard I've heard that in Peru in Peru, if you're gonna go backpacking, I heard that there's people that work at the hostels. You know, like the you know what a hostel is, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So they, they work at the hostel so they could have bedding and meals. Because at a at a hostel they'll feed you there too. Uh, so they'll they'll just kick it in one little town for like a month, working at a hostel, eating and sleeping there, and then they'll hike over to the next town and do the same thing somewhere else. And you can uh, backpack around different parts of the world doing it like that. That sounds really Not interesting. Not a good idea. Oh yeah, um, it's kind of sad because this summer, uh, between our table, like our group of friends, uh, well, me and Rachel's group of friends. Um, we wanted to do a road trip around either the whole United States or like just here in Texas, going to places that 
people won't usually go and we wanted to actually go camping and everything but like oh well yeah road trips are fun road trips are fun um i'm gonna try to go to because you just said camping i'm gonna try to go to the sam houston national forest that's up up north of houston like uh conroe huntsville y'all know what that mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go camping in those woods probably three or four days that's fun that's like a billion acres out there um but uh oh one other thing if you all want to go out there other plans for future travel uh, a lot of you all already got your associates and you want to get your bachelor's real quick like in one or two years after you get a bachelor's you can pretty much teach english the way i did in any country in the world and they'll pay you to live there and teach and you know you just do that for a year at a time anywhere you want that's also a doable mm. And you can get a bachelor's in anything. Like mine was in psychology and I was teaching English. So. Mm. Wait, so you, Wait, have, so you, have, to get, you have to get a bachelor's in order to like become an English teacher like first? No, you don't have to become an English teacher. But if you're going to be teaching abroad, most of the applications that I was doing uh, required a bachelor's degree in something, mm. anything. They won't they won't hire just like a high school graduate to go teach english you have to have a college yeah. degree imagine if they did i'll be only if like that kid was doing the associates and bachelor's at the same time but like if they started since like i don't know like junior high or something <laughs> yeah. yeah that's actually a pretty good plan now i'm interested yeah i mean once people figure that out that you can teach like in Chile or China or Japan. I heard Japan's really cool. They pay really well, but your housing is going to be tiny, tiny, tiny. I mean, Japan's super crowded. I mean, I'm uh, super short, so I'm fine. <laughs> uh, which one's cool? United Arab Emirates, the UAE. I heard they pay like $5,000 a month for you to go teach English there, but they do three-year contracts. And I don't know if I'd if I'd be doing the UAE for three years, that one's a, but I mean, you come back debt free, especially if you accrue any debt in college. So did you leave college with debt? Yes, but it was only $2,000 of debt. That wasn't that much. Yeah. When I was going to college, my bachelor's, I finished it real fast, but my master's took forever. It took like seven years because I would work for one semester and then I would run out of money and I'd have to work for a full year to save money for my tuition. And then I would pay my tuition. And then if I ran out of money, I'd go back to work full time or over full time. And even when I was taking college classes, I was working full time, but I did not. I, I was doing it slowly like that rather than getting debt. Exactly. I don't want to graduate with debt. I feel like that's a really bad thing to do. Like people are always like try to have the least amount of debt as possible and everything. Mm -hmm. that's like scholarships, relying on them. Mm -hmm. So that's it. Kind of like how now colleges are adding you like four-year scholarships, basically for the like all the four years you're gonna take to like take your bachelor's and everything. Mm -hmm. Um. So I think that's going to probably help me a little bit more in a way because we're not really financially stable, as you could say. Mm -hmm. 
So like, and getting those scholarships is basically kind of like a one, like a ticket saying that like, oh yeah, you could just go to college and then hopefully at towards the end be debt free. Yeah. So sure. I was really hoping for Bernie Sanders to kind of come up on top just so he could relieve all student debt, but I guess that didn't happen. So <laughs> I was rooting. I was rooting for Bernie also, but for different reasons. I just like him. I like his character. Joe Biden creeps me out. I don't know why. I like Bernie. <laughs> Bernie, yes, he had a much more pleasant demeanor. Yeah. Um, but back to the topic of school, sir. I know you know you didn't really talk about school, but this is my final question about school because it's just uh, you don't have to answer it for for the re- just for any. If you don't want to answer, don't answer it. But I just want to know, out of all your periods with like you know the seniors, who is your mm-hmm. like your favorite and least favorite student from each period? No, I'm not gonna answer either one of those questions. I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you my favorite. If I tell you my favorite, it's gonna sound creepy, you know. And if I tell you the one that I like the least, that'll get me in trouble. So I won't answer either one of those questions. What but... about what about for me and David's period? No, no. So the same thing, dude. <laughs> I mean, I could. I, I know that's a really nice say. That's a really nice way of saying that our kids not your favorite, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I would just we'll just move on to uh, to you know back to Bernie. So how's Bernie going? He's out. He's out. <laughs> He's out. He is out. Joe Biden is the one that's representing the Democrats, I think. Ah, uh, Trump's having a hard time right now. It's it's almost funny to watch, but it's coming at a huge cost. Those riots. Oh, yeah. But, man, you know they're stressing him out. You know Trump is like, oh, man. The thing Lost is it. that kind of not really scared me, but sort of scared me was like when Trump was supposedly uh, threatening the whole those American citizens with the whole military and everything to be yeah. under mm-hmm. martial law and everything. And I'm like, kind of like thinking of what Mr. Gano taught me about martial law and everything. And it's like, can he? Do he can't. Do it. It? Mm-hmm. I mean, no, but- he can't. He can't. If you were to do, if you were to like, think about U.S. soldiers killing American citizens, that imagery does not go away well. That'll that'll mar a president for like all eternity that's like like dictatorships in like other countries where Mm -hmm. the government like has the military mow down its own citizens i mean nobody does that that's sir that's tiananmen square sir exactly exactly and that's what trump would be doing if he were to try to get militarize you know enforcement of shutting down protests i mean that's tiananmen square right there the thing that um (laughs) that i love about this whole thing happening is that there's two conspiracy theories. So in The Simpsons, you know how they always predict the future? Uh-huh. They predicted the riots, and they predicted the White House, like the riots in front of the White House. And then the next prediction was Trump dead. And so they're like, okay, so I guess we just need one out of, like we got two out of three, we're just waiting for the next one. But also there's this lady who supposedly, she died already at 98. She's supposedly clairvoyant. And she, some predictions that she's made, she has that have come true. So, like 20 years before Obama even ran for president, she said, "Our 44th president of the United States is going to be a black man," and so that happened. And then she said, "Our 45th president is going to be the last president of the United States," like oh. the last one. And I'm like, I don't believe it, but I mean, she's been right before. So. No, I don't believe. 
I think they made up that story afterwards. It's like me telling you, like, I predicted uh, Trump was going to win. I predicted that 10 years ago, even though I never said it, you know, but. Okay, but The Simpsons predicted Trump was going to win. Well, The Simpsons predicted everything. They've made, like, 800 episodes. I mean, how do you not touch on every single topic when you make that many episodes? Yeah, that, that I want to say about The Simpsons that they just do so many things that they're going to get some stuff right. If not everything, just because of how much content and or like episodes and how long they're going to go on for. Like, they're not ending anytime mm-hmm. soon. Aww. Yeah, and specifically about Trump dying. I don't think they've done that episode. When did they do that episode? Mm. I saw it on a thing. I saw a screenshot of it, but like, it, it didn't look real. I mean, it looked real enough, like, to the point, because like on the internet, a lot of people take stuff at face value. They yeah. see like one post about it and they're like, all right, I believe this. Right. Some people True. didn't even bother clicking the link or even like looking into it. Um, so, you know, maybe it was just like an edited screenshot of the episode. And, you know, it's like, all right, there you go. Put that internet. Or somebody actually like kind of animated it or yeah, like, drew it. I can like just draw a, the a same style. style. Yeah. They draw it the same way. Because yeah. there's always the episode where Donald Trump is going down the escalator waving so they could use the same kind of format, the same uh, shape that they used in that episode and yeah. just use it as reference. There. We disproved you, Rachel. <laughs> Take that. Nah, but the riots, they're both amazing and terrible at the same time. Because I love the fact that people are standing up and like getting their voices heard, but the cops are just they're annoying me how they're reacting to everything. Well, I mean, that's some cops. The cops down here are cool. Yeah. Uh, and I knew, I knew when the riots started happening. I remember my cousin, he was telling me, he lives up in Austin. He's like, hey, guys, stay inside. Uh, things are getting dirty in the streets. You know, be careful out there. And I was thinking, yeah, he lives in Austin, maybe for sure. They'll ransack mm-hmm. the Capitol or whatever. But I knew that down here in the Valley, they were not going to be doing anything like that. Like all the people down here, they just have a different character they wouldn't destroy their stuff you know what i mean the stuff that all people basically came together and built right upon right it. right so i knew that wasn't going to happen here and i heard that the peace they, they were all up in edinburgh like around the university uh they had peaceful protests and even the cops were there buying pizza giving it to the protesters so it sounds like a party Yeah, it was was cool. And they were all, you know, calling for justice and racial equality and all that stuff. But they weren't breaking windows and the cops weren't intimidating anyone. Like they were all just talking and, you know, being cool. And that's kind of what I expected about the Valley. Like it's just got a different character. We're just chill. We just got a different vibe, you know. We're just really chill, dude. No, I don't like... Um, when you talk to like random person, you're like, "Oh, I'm from Texas," and they're like, "Oh, everything's like all oh, bad over there." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that's up north. Like, we're we're chilling here down the south." <laughs> yeah, that's up north. Um, the like, valley I, that. You remember the immigration thing where they were like stopping people? Uh, that was like buses where they were, people were blockading the streets and making the buses of immigrants turn around. Mm-hmm. So in the valley, in the valley, it was like we were welcoming the buses and we had blankets and food boxes and everything ready for them when they got to the bus station here in McAllen. 
Oh, 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 Okay, hold on. Be right back. I'm almost done. I'll be out Okay, I'm gonna I'm keep this in. I'm keeping this in. Nice to you. To it. That was too wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to do my duty. <laughs> so, what I just noticed in your background is like all your tools. What do you use them for? I build furniture. I build furniture also. Like I build a lot of the furniture in the classroom. You saw, you've seen it. Yeah, the the black thingy, the, the table. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I do. You built the I podium. I do repairs around no, the house. No, no. <laughs> podium. <laughs> Did you build the podium? No, I didn't build the podium. Uh, that would have been awesome. But yeah, look, I got all the tools are also down there. Wait, so this is like your tool slash library? Man cave. It's my office. <laughs> my office. There's more tools like in every corner, just everywhere. But, and I've got my garage full also. But I, I, I do stuff. I fix stuff. I make stuff. Yeah, I remember yeah, the leather thingy that you made for the car. That was pretty cool. For, for oh Andy. my gosh, you got one of those therapist lamps. Yeah, <laughs> that's my dad. I don't know if you can see all the junk I got on it. Yeah. So do you take commissions? Like, like will one of your friends like come up to you and be like, like, hey, hey, buddy, you want to build me a chair? I'll give you like $100. I, I do stuff for friends and family all the time. I make stuff for them all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh but I've never charged anyone anything. And at that end, I whenever anybody tells me to make them something for money, I just tell them, no, I, I don't do that. All right, sir. So since we're technically family, we're family, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'll, you see, because I'm, I'm thinking of moving out, right? Because I don't like my parents. Um, I'm going to miss my grandparents, but, you know, the, the balance is like, away getting away from my parents more than like staying with my grandparents so if i move into an apartment you know i would like to have just like one chair just a tiny <laughs> little chair for me um but we'll get in talks about that later you know once you know we we have a couple of family barbecues blah 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 <laughs> <you know. laughs> the best day of school just because the sir the sir tells us oh i'm not gonna be here i'm going to a wedding and he goes Wait, I'm going to a wedding. I didn't and go. then Jocelyn, Jocelyn literally <laughs> predicted it. She's like, huh, it's the same one. <laughs> you both ended up at the same yeah. wedding. Okay, well, the thing is, I didn't go. I, was, I, I didn't go because, like, I, I don't leave my house. My mom went. Um, what was her name? Uh, Isabel, I think, or something like that. I'm like, you don't remember your mom's name. No, no not my mom's name. No, <laughs> no the... Yeah, is Isabel. Yes. That was her name. So, pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was cool finding out we were related. Wait, so you're by, your by cousins, or he's your uncle, or no, what's the relationship? Like, we're like, we're like second cousins. He's like my dad, removed. basically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we're distant cousins. You know, it's it's weird. 
Is it more like politically? Right? Politically. Politically. Yeah, like it's the kind of like, well, they married into the family basically, and it's your political, like the in laws basically. I mean, legally. Second cousin removed means that, like, your grandma's sibling is their grandparents or something like that? I just spouted off random terminology, and I didn't know what any of it means. Like, I don't know what second cousin means, <laughs> and I don't know what, and I don't know what once or twice removed means either. Yeah, that's all. I, I know that second cousin. <laughs> second cousin is like my mom's cousin's son would be my cousin. That's second cousin, and then once remo- the removes are based on how far it goes up. So if it's like your grandma's sibling, then it's once removed. If it's your great grandparents' sibling, then it's no. I think it's I think it's I think it's any just two relations that are connected randomly. Like your dad's cousin is that your first cousin, your second cousin? He's not your uncle, you know. Okay, look, I think I got it, guys. So <laughs> I just googled I just googled some stuff, and I think I got it. So I think Miss Me and the Sir are. Our third cousins to the power of y divided by two. I think that's where we're at. <laughs> around that spectrum. Well, the way I see it, because, well, the way they taught me here with my family is, like, if your mom or, or your dad has a cousin, then that's your uncle. Yeah. Because I'm cousins, I have, uh, my cousin came over and she has a kid, and then basically the aunt. So he's my nephew, but they always tell us, like, oh, it's your cousin, it's your cousin. Yeah, all of my dad's siblings had kids way before him, so they were adults when I was a baby. So they're my uncles, even though they're, and aunts, even though they're my cousins, and their kids are my cousins, even though they're my nieces and nephews, technically. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because mm-hmm. I have like nieces that are like ten years older than me. <laughs> yeah, that's common. I feel like alley. every Mexican family is like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like uncles and nephews that are about the same age or reversed. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is there any like uh, any question you guys want to ask the sir before you know we kind of close it off? Because I think we're nearing that time to kind of call it a day. So uh-huh. any last questions for the sir? Uh, one more. Are you uh, planning like to go back to Korea anytime soon or like just to visit or... Probably teach again or something. Twenty twenty two, summer of twenty twenty two. My my wife usually goes every summer for her teaching abroad, and it got canceled this year because of Curry. the travel restrictions. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't sign up for Korea study abroad for twenty twenty one, just because everything's up in the air right now. So she was mm-hmm. like, I'm not even going to apply for the program. She says, but I will do it for 2022. And whenever she does do the study abroad, uh, she gets to get her ticket paid for. And uh, we'll go out there with my folks and we'll spend some time up there. The last time I went to Korea, which was like four years ago, we stayed like a full month, like 31 days. And we want to try to do that again. It's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, when you go there, make sure it's to send cool. us some cool. postcards, sir. Send a postcard, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll do um, 
And now, sir, do you have any questions for us? Any questions at all? You answer. Um. Did you all have any scary dreams recently? Uh, yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah. did. You know what's weird about my dream? When I think it was freshman year, you asked us, "How do you do? You would you like to know how you die?" And everyone in the class said no except for me. I said yes. <laughs> and you and you said you're gonna be 19, gonna be in college, gonna get into a car, and you're and you're gonna get hit by a drunk driver. The person driving is gonna survive, but you're gonna die. And I was like, okay. And that was literally the dream that I had. It was me dying in the car accident, and I was like, "Oh, okay." That's the that's the timer <laughs> going up, man. I think that's I think that's a perfect way to end this show. Yes, <laughs> very uplifting. So, literally, that's sir, my twentieth birthday, I'm gonna call you and I'm gonna be like, "You told me I was gonna die. I didn't die." <laughs> you promised. <laughs> You looked at me in the eyes and you told me I was going to die. Oh, man. I really hope nothing happens. I really hope nothing happens. I'm going to get so many phone calls. <laughs> You're going to end up being the next clairvoyant if I actually die in a car accident. My 19. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I predicted so many ridiculous things, too. Ugh. Uh -oh. I hope I'm not. All right. All right. So I feel like this is towards the end of our today's episode. So we're gonna have straight closing into thoughts. closing thoughts. So guess Edgar, please get us off. You want me to do a closing thought? Yeah, so like a conclusion yeah. for Just your literary brain. All right. My my little bit you know my little word of wisdom uh you all are sitting around a lot there's a lot of good content out there a lot of good stuff on on tv there's so much of it out there but i recommend you pick up a book and read one book cover to cover that's my advice like do it now because you're going to be at home for a long time anyways i already did Closing. i already did way ahead of you well i guess that leaves you david <laughs> oh wait, what? Is my turn already? No. Then you need to read a book. Oh, a book. Um, I guess I'll read uh the the Prince's Bride. I guess. Um, I just need to find it somewhere. Use uh. Okay. I'll send you the link where I find the books because the yeah. series of books that I bought they're already here, so I'm reading the second book. So I'm. I'm reading the Ender's Game series. I'll read a cookbook. A How one. about that? I'll read a cookbook. <laughs> That's literature, right, sir? <laughs> okay. Is it my right, turn? Rachel, yeah. Yes, Rachel's closing thoughts. Okay. So my closing thoughts are I'm actually I'm super glad that we actually managed to get Mr. Villarreal because when we added him to the list of possible guests, it was just a joke. I didn't think it was actually going to happen. <laughs> and it's kind of cool because he is my favorite teacher. I wrote him the letter. I don't know. Sir, did they send that to you? Or did they just read it out loud and that's it? Um, They read it out loud. I didn't get it. 
Okay. I've, I have and, the, ones, uh, the ones from years past. Those are always really cool. I always really like them and I keep them. And, uh, but no, I didn't get yours or Carlos or Eddie's. I was so embarrassed. I didn't know they were going to read it out loud. I thought it was just going to send it to you. So I wrote personal stuff in there, like memories. Mm -hmm. And then they just started reading Angela's out loud. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Um, but this this episode is actually kind of cool. I feel like it's one of our best. And yeah, I enjoyed awesome. it. Okay, Thanks, I'm guys. Remy's trick. Alright. My closing thoughts for this episode is, first of all, it's so great to see you again, Mr. Villarreal. I think we just needed a little bit of your sense of humor to get us to. <laughs> um, also, thank you for joining us. I didn't, As Rachel said, I don't think, I didn't think this would be happening but then like david's like yo we're family i think we're gonna do it i was like <laughs> <laughs> so i was um, happy i was happy it was you guys like when david told me like oh i'm gonna do a podcast like uh come do it i was like oh cool and then he told me everybody involved i was like that's perfect i'm down yeah like the whole thing why we started is because we would do uh facetiming through messenger with all our like the other friends and then, like, it was just us, three of us, and we're just talking, and we just kept going on for hours and hours. And I just, like, said, I was like, why don't we just do a podcast? We're going to be stuck inside our houses anyway. So we're like, yeah, we just do it for fun. So that's basically the basis of this podcast, just for fun. See what cool. type of conversations we get, uh, guests and everything. That's cool. It worked out. I liked it. It's fun. <laughs> Have you, like, listened to any of the other episodes? No, I didn't even, I barely got on this thing. I kind of stumbled. <laughs> <into that>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want you all to think of what it's like. Like you, that was you all trying to get me on Google and get me on this thing. I had to do that with like 85 kids on like three different platforms. Just so you know how, what it's like now. It's hard, right? How the tables have turned. Completely. Um, but it's cool. I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad we, um, Stuck through to the end. Oh, yeah. You're going to be a big misser. Um, for sure. All right, David. Go for it. Okay, probably my turn. Um, so, <laughs> I just want to say, it's so, sir, this is, I think, episode seven, I think. And you're the first other guy guest we've had, which is a freaking <laughs> relief to me because you have nothing but girls and... I feel like I'm slowly, you know, I'm slowly getting into like K-pop and all this other stuff, like Harry Potter <laughs> stuff. I'm slowly liking one direction. It's crazy. I I hate it. Wait, did you uh, say you're getting into Harry Potter? No, Harry Potter sucks, and I could have the back me up on that. Um, but it's really nice to, fi to finally have another dude around here. You know, just you know, guys being guys, and. <laughs> You know we're family. We're gonna we're gonna stick this through. We got this. You're invited to the next family barbecue. We'll have a blast. <laughs> I think the very last thing I want to say is listen to our podcast. You know they're, <laughs> they're okay. All right, I'll check them out. I'll check them out. I'll find them. So I'll, for I'll... are you is you done, David? What? Oh yeah, I'm done. Hey. I, I don't need to say anything right. else. So since we're not, all right, guys, for the listeners, since we're not going to do our usual Bo Sam Ramoni for the next episode, we already did that last episode. You guys already know we're going to have a casual type of conversation. 
We still don't know what the topic will be, but make sure you can follow us at both Twitter and Instagram at Rat Radio Podcast, as well listening to our platforms. The sorry, the podcast in our plat in the platforms of Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, and Pocket Casts. And that will conclude this episode. So thank you all for watching, and as always. Make sure to have some sweet dreams. Good night. Sleep tight, and don't let the bed bugs bite. And we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>